Hey, I'm Rob Adler, and welcome to Understanding Upstate. It's the podcast dedicated to exploring what makes upstate New York such a unique place. Each week, my co-host Jim Search and I dive into a new upstate topic to better understand what's up upstate. And today we've got a big one. We're talking Buffalo Bills. We sure are, man. And, you know, as a upstate New Yorker, uh, I can tell you right now, uh, there's a there's there's a couple things I want to say. One, uh, first of all, what's up, everybody? Uh, Wait, who are you saying hi to? Because usually this is a an audio medium, but today, oh man, we are saying that to the viewers, right, of yep, the show yep. because we are coming to you from. We didn't come up with a name for the studio. Oh no, that's true. Uh, you're the comedian. Oh, you're hanging uh, me out here, Ad- Ad- Adlerville. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I like Adlerville. Electric Adlerville Studios. Yeah, uh, yeah, that works. Shout out to uh, to Jimi Hendrix. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, This won't be like a super regular thing. It'll be like a special thing. Yeah. This Uh, this episode and next episode, you can find us on on YouTube. On the tube. Um, So, yeah, I want to say, as somebody who grew up in upstate New York, uh, the Bills are... They, that is a real lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when it comes to life uh, in the Bills Mafia, there's a lot of motherfuckers out there who rep that shit heavy. Another thing I want to say, too, is disclaimer. I am not a sports fan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, I understand football. I know how it works. I can watch a football game. But this is purely from a reporting perspective. Sure, sure. And at best, what you could get from me in football world is I am a Giants fan. Got it. Okay. So, like, I fuck with the Giants. I am just watching to see if they win. I cannot tell you stats. What I can tell you is anything pop culture related sure. around football. Got I got you. Do I know who <laughs> Travis Kelsey is dating? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Real <laughs> deep, deep uh, NFL knowledge there. Yeah. <laughs> do I do I know what he does on the field? No. Uh, <laughs> but I can tell you. And and also I know like, yeah, again, just uh everything uh pop culture related. So there's an there's also like in terms though of like upstate and like Bills, Giants, Jets, mm-hmm. I can tell you geographically who fucks with who. Like, okay, yeah, this is important. Yeah, like, what's the line, right? Because, like, when you go, like, and this is obviously with a grain of salt because clearly there are friends, I have friends in Binghamton who are Bills fans, Mm -hmm. right? But also, there's a lot of Giants fans as well. So, like, I feel like the Syracuse area is kind of where, like, the line is of, like, you'll have, like, Giants fans up to that line. Okay. Everything above that, like, Rochester, Buffalo, the western Western New York, that's Bill's territory. Bill's, Bill's country. That's right. Bill's country. Like, everything south of that, like, you have that cut up between, like, the Giants and Jets. Giants, Jets. All right. right. All right. So, just to give the uh, uh, upstaters out there. Okay. We still don't have a name for our fans yet. No, we don't. Um, well, maybe we'll let's let's work on that again. My yeah. lack of ability to come up with a name for my own studio. This is not the day to do that. So, <laughs> I'm going to sit on that. For, yeah, for a yeah. Second. We'll we'll get back to y'all yeah. on that. But let me let me quick get into. I have some. I don't have much more um, football uh, bona fides than than you. Uh, sure. I did play for a number of years, but <laughs> played like middle school up until up into high school, up until a certain point. And you know what I quit football to do? I, I don't. 
to get more involved in youth and government. (laughs) 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 But hey, I became the youth governor of uh, Minnesota. So you know what? I think it was the right choice. Well, you know what? I feel like uh, there are so many football players who do go into politics. Mm, That's true. You actually kind of went down the line. I was a pioneer. You went went the line of what uh, so many professional football players have done. Yeah. And I'll I'll say this too. Anytime I like don't really follow football anymore, which... (laughs) we'll get into yeah we'll (laughs) we'll talk about that a little bit um and but anytime i think about becoming a fan of a any team uh i've been i've i've eyeballed the the bills a little bit but Uh as you mentioned i don't think i can make the commitment like it's it's a lifestyle i don't think i don't think you can be a half bills fan like you're going you're going full in there's no casual yeah no such thing as a casual bills fan so that's the for, out of my respect for that lifestyle, sure, I've not, sure, um, I've not committed. I've I not committed totally. I can totally understand that, and I'll say this quickly. We can jump into all things bills, but it's like every football season, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get in. Mm, right? I'm yeah. gonna figure out. I'm gonna learn everything there is to know about the Giants. And then my life gets in the way, and then it's like halfway through the season, I go, fuck it, next year. We'll just figure this shit out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's do it. Let's, right? get, let's, let's talk- get into the Buffalo Bills. Let's talk the Bills. So, again, we are coming at this from a lens of reporting stats and reporting who the bills are now as you know some of y'all the bills are based out of buffalo new york uh established in 1960 as part of the american football league the afl if you will uh they joined in 1970 as part of the afl nfl merger and they play in the afc east so this is where they are Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they play in highmark stadium in orchard park new york now quick note I went to school right outside of Buffalo, Niagara University, and I can tell you Sundays, that place goes fucking nuts, <laughs> right? That place is a wild, That's it's in a wild environment. Sure, sure. I mean, even like Niagara is like, whatever, 25 minutes away mm-hmm. from Buffalo. You feel it. You, you, <laughs> you feel it. You feel it in the air. Uh, what I can say, though, in solidarity, as much as I am a Giants fan, what I got a lot of respect for is that uh, the Bills are the only team in New York to play in New York. Yes. Right? Yes. So the Orchard Park is, in fact, in New York State, whereas the Giants and Jets play in the Meadowlands in New Jersey. Yeah. So In, like... Have you been through the Meadowlands? I've I've driven through there. <laughs> yeah. I've driven through there. Look, if you're not uh, if you're not going to the stadium and you're getting out of your car in the Meadowlands, you might be in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair, fair, fair assessment. Uh, so, you know, as I was saying before, uh, very big deal in Western New York. Mm. Like there is like. I would argue, again, I don't have the stats for it, but like there is like a full economy based around the life and times of the bills. Sure. Like Wegmans, as we've talked mm-hmm. about, their sales are going through the roof on a Sunday. Super Bowl, God, Lord willing for my friends in upstate New York, uh, that should they in fact get back to the Super Bowl again, you're going to see uh, Danny Wegman stack some money. Uh, <laughs> the Wegman family will uh, do well again. Um, so, on to 
the world of the Bills. They won uh, consecutive AFL championships in 64 and 65, uh, hit the skids in the 70s, and then they made the postseason in the late 80s and Mm -hmm. 90s. Uh, they went on. They went to the Super Bowl from ninety to ninety three and lost mm. every single uh, time. Yeah, that that sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was uh, as uh, I feel like you texted me mm-hmm. a screenshot of this, but along with the Minnesota Vikings, their four <laughs> Super Bowl appearances are among the NFL tra- franchises that have not won the Super Bowl. Yeah. The second I so yeah, I was reading through just like the Bills Wikipedia and. I saw that sentence and I immediately knew why I always liked the Bills. <laughs> and again, this is like I'm not much of a a fan of any Minnesota teams anymore cuz like sure. man, the <laughs> the the uh, 2000s was not a good run for any any Minnesota team. Like Jim, we had Randy Moss, we had yeah. Kevin Garnett. Like w- the, every w- I, the, yeah, I, I can't find the words. Uh, like we, that's some star power. We have uh, dropped the ball many <laughs> a time, and at a certain point, I was like, "This is not fun anymore. I'm I, not doing it. I'm you, not doing it. I'm done. Yes. I'm done. Yes. Now, it's funny uh, as we as we throw out the stat of them losing the Super Bowl. I remember very vividly uh, the Bills Super Bowl loss to the Giants in mm. 1991. 20 to 19, right? It's, oh, it's a that very, hurts. It's yeah, it's it's fucked. And that shit is heartbreaking. And again, I'm not even a football fan. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I know. Like, and again, I vividly remember 91, 10 years old. We had, um, I remember we had a, I had a couple friends over to watch the Super Bowl because mm-hmm. I was still like, what are we eating? We doing like bu- Buffalo dip? What, what are the, uh, I think. You know, I think my mom got us some pizza. Okay. You know, right, just like works. pizza yeah, yeah, yeah. and wings, like, you know, whatever. It's like, mom, I want to, we want to watch the Super Bowl. She's yeah. like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> Get these kids some wings and pizza and uh, uh, all that, and we'll hop them, hop them up and they'll be all fucked up. In my mind's eye, I remember that field goal kick. Mm. I remember watching. I was going to say, it sounds like a, was there a missed kick or did uh, the Giants? It went wide right. So, mm. like, I can again in my mind see that happening. Yeah. I remember the Bills losing 2019 on the strength of a field goal kick. Uh which had I done better research, I'd be like, so what happened to that field goal kicker? Oh. That is a story uh, in and of itself. Jim, I don't know if you know this, but we need content for other episodes, so we'll <laughs> Yeah. Tune I, in later. Yeah. Uh, tap in uh, next week <laughs> when we do the story of the guy that fucked up the field goal kick. <laughs> so we'll get them there. Um, now, the early 2000s to the mid 2010s, the Bills hit another drought for 17 years. Uh, however, in the late 2010s, they become contenders. Uh, I can say this. Uh, if they do ever win the Super Bowl, Buffalo will burn down. They will set that sure. motherfucker on fire. <laughs> sure. Trust and believe, because we'll I'm jumping ahead a little bit when we talk about the Bills Mafia. Yep, that is its own own beast altogether. So there's that. Uh, uniform wise, uh, for the and I didn't know this, and this is why I, in, I enjoy this podcast uh, for a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. One of which is that there's actually shit that I learned. Like where I didn't know that. 
for the first two seasons, the Bills uniform were based on the Detroit Lions at the time. Hmm. Okay. Had no clue. Talk about dropping the ball. We should uh, should have reached out to Paul Lucas, who we had on for our Speedy episode. He's like a, a sports team uniform specialist. He mm-hmm. like if there's any subtle change, uh, he's on his, it. Uh, his website covers it like he's uh, he's all over it like blue on a Bills jersey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, uh, so Ralph Wilson, who's mm-hmm. the, uh, had become a mini- became a minority owner of the Lions uh, before founding the Bills, and the Bills' predecessors in the AAFC had worn the blue and silver uniforms. Okay. So interestingly enough, now. In 62, the standing red bison was designated as the logo, and then it took the place on the white helmet. In 1962, the team's colors moved to red, white, and blue. Mm -hmm. Go USA. Uh, The team switched to blue jerseys uh, with red and white shoulder stripes to uh, similarly pattern the Buffalo Bison's AHL hockey team in the same era. So here is some fun facts. Wait, is that... Is that like NHL? Uh, that's the American Hockey League. Not affiliated. Not like NFC, AFC. This is a totally different hockey league. Ooh, now we're getting to <laughs> Rob. Hey, now- Jim, we got another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if y'all, I'm so, I can't wait for this to drop for so many of the sports fans. That Jim, are- there might be a riot in Buffalo just on, on this episode's shoulders alone. <laughs> Listen, I mean, if Topps Grocery Store doesn't lose their mind uh, over this uh, over this shit um what i can say though uh is uh as we jump ahead in the history of the uniform uh in 1984 uh the helmet's shell color went from white to red Mm. primarily to help bill's quarterback joe ferguson distinguish them from the uh three rivals at the time got it yep the baltimore colts the miami dolphins and the new england patriots who all wore white helmets at that time. did not know the colts were in baltimore that's i'm learning we're both learning (laughs) a lot we are both going down a real uh educational journey jim is this pre-ravens uh yeah (laughs) i can say that with confidence okay okay uh this is before the ravens uh ferguson said you know everyone we played had white helmets at the time our new head coach Kay stevenson just wanted to get more of a contrast on the field that may help spot a receiver down the field so practical interesting application i just uh yeah i actually yeah just saw a video about some of these like weird weird decisions outside of the actual game of football that have a huge impact where I saw something saying that the Miami Dolphins stadium is positioned as such that the Dolphins are in the shade and the opposing team is not. I don't think they've ever been to Miami, but it's hot. And it's like the Dolphins side will be 80 to 90 and the opposing side will be over a hundred fucking degrees. And to cap it off because they're the home team they get to choose which color jersey they're wearing so they wear their white jerseys when they're home and make the opposing team wear their darker colors which again just begging everyone on that team to have a heat stroke like fucking insane. <laughs> and also i mean of note is like 
you're also wearing pads. Yeah. <laughs> you're wearing yeah, like not. 25 pounds, 25-ish pounds yeah. worth of pads on. Yep. Yeah. So you are a fucking sweat mess. Yeah, yeah. Right? My, the, uh, the team I played for, Fridley Tigers, our jerseys were fucking black. I remember kids like literally had someone on my team in uh, the start of practice in, in late summer in August – fucking had a heat stroke like what were, what were they thinking i th- <laughs> i don't know if they were <laughs> no. I, I, no. I feel like there wasn't a lot of foresight Probably. uh there now uh as we uh jump back in again to this world of the bills <laughs> uh we will talk the uh the beef right we'll mm, talk the mm-hmm, rivalries mm-hmm. uh buffalo got beef with a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> like in my in my uh, uh, research here, you know, there's an entire section of the, the, the teams that Buffalo does not fuck with. I was going to say I read this and it's like, oh, Buffalo just is a team in the NFL. Just off the rip. It sounds like, wow, you guys are like angsty teenage girls who hate everyone. Yes. If, if I didn't know any better. Not to say that they are teenage girls. You get it. You get the analogy. No, no, uh, Jim, go uh, explain it further. Please. Yeah, you want, you want to jump in there? I'm <laughs> yeah. sure you would, Rob. Uh, now, the Bills have rivalries with the three AFC East opponents, Miami Dolphins, Patriots, and the Jets, mm-hmm. and has also had historical rival- rivalries other teams such as the Baltimore slash Indianapolis Colts, Mm -hmm. a former division rival, Kansas City Chiefs, Houston (laughs) Oilers, Tennessee Titans, soon later on, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Now. It's a long list. That's a very, like, I could have shortened it and said everyone. Sure. Right? I feel like that would have really encapsulated it. I mean, if there isn't a team on this list, just wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give it time. Uh, You'll do something. Um, I feel like I've met I've met someone like this in my life of just like wow I'm not on the list yet give it time yeah I'll I'll get there you just haven't gotten to me yet now (laughs) this is so funny the notable players of the Buffalo Bills Mm -hmm. if you remember at the top of this Rob I talked a little bit about pop culture reference oh sure yeah yeah yeah. there's There's no there's no famous players from the Bills oh there is (laughs) um I mean, famous is an interesting word you use there. I could have thrown uh, the prefix in in front of that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, sure. Uh, let's just say that he, I would even argue that there's a very recognizable sure. former player uh, on the Bills. Most famous for being in the Naked Gun series of films. That's, I think so. I that's think it. Did some Hertz commercials, <laughs> right. some color commentary as well. Sure. Nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. No. So uh, we will, though, talk about the uh, three uh, retired uh, Bills jerseys uh, and jersey numbers. Number 12, Jim Kelly, who I know because, mm-hmm. again, fame, like mega famous, like in the world of football, I know, right? Got it. So I know uh, what uh, What era? So this was like... I want to say 80s. Okay. Like, so when I was like a kid and like a sports nut. God, as I say, I don't know this name. So I was assuming it's pre my uh, existence. I was going to say, uh, this might have been, this might have been for your time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Number 34, Thurman Thomas, Mm -hmm. another name running back. Uh, Fact check me if you will. Uh, And then 78 uh, for Bruce Smith. Now, there is another player whose jersey did not quite get retired. Sure. 
and that would be number 32, mm-hmm. uh, O.J. Simpson. Right. Uh, he made it into the Football Hall of Fame amongst other places. Right, right. Do you, did they like quiet retire his number? Because if you're on the Bills, mm-hmm. do you want, do you want that number? Yeah. Do you want, do you want I, number? I feel like they retired that number. <laughs> I feel like if there is, I mean, I feel like there is a number 32. Mm-hmm. He's treading real lightly outside of his life on yeah, the field. If you're on probation uh, with the team, uh, yeah. they, they're like, give him number 32. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Well, and what's interesting, though, is like when, you know, OJ got into the uh, trouble he did mm-hmm. uh, in the 90s, uh, there was a real pocket in Buffalo that was like, well, he didn't do it. Sure. He didn't do it. Like, because you got to remember, like, and I can tell you this enough, even not being a uh, football fan, that like OJ was a standout when yeah. he played. He was an incredible football player. So, like, when you head to a city and you play well for the team, not guilty, man. Yeah. And also yeah. the state of California uh, decided that as well. <laughs> Indeed. Uh-huh. Indeed. <laughs> so those are the notable players sure. okay. on the Buffalo Bills. Now, you're in upstate New York. And you're like, man, where do I hear or watch the Buffalo Bills? Mm. Well, I can tell you. The Buffalo Bills radio network is flagshipped at WGR AM 550 in Buffalo with sister stations, WWKBAM 1520, simulcasting all the home games. Okay. The WIVB TV serves the flagship station of the network, which includes Erie, Rochester, Syracuse, Utica, Elmira, and Binghamton. There are sister networks that cover all of those. Right. So essentially, you can close your eyes and throw a stone, and you will find a TV that has the bills. That stone will land on a number on the remote, and... That channel will have the bills. That's what that's the analogy you're coming from. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's where I want to go. <laughs> so let's just say that uh the bills are very represented on television. Got it. Okay. okay. Now, mascots and cheerleaders. Okay. We'll talk a little bit mm, about that. Mm-hmm. The Bills official mascot is Billy Buffalo, which applaud the alliteration. Yeah, uh, very necessary. Yeah, you you don't want to have like Jack Buffalo. We're not doing JB. <laughs> That's not. We're not. We're not no, here for that. No, absolutely not. Now, Billy Buffalo is an eight foot tall anthropomorphic blue American bison who wears the jersey number BB. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, see him walking down the street, you know who he is. Now, when it comes to cheerleaders. The Bills don't have cheerleaders as of right now. Mm-hmm. However, the Bills were operating a cheerleading squad named the Buffalo Jills mm-hmm. from 67 to 85. I feel like... Oh, just, Jump in. Just hold on one second. <laughs> Jump in. Jim, they didn't call it the Buffalo Gals? What mm. the fuck are they doing? <laughs> such, a, such a missed opportunity. Yeah, you know what? I mean... It, but could come back. Okay. Right? Okay. You know As, what? I'm gonna when we do our trip upstate, we'll mm-hmm. swing through Buffalo. And I'm gonna pitch that to them, uh, just, and see. You know, 
running up the flagpole. See what they head think. right over to Orchard Park. And yeah. go, hey, listen, guys, got an idea. Oh, who I am? <laughs> Don't worry about that. More, what's more important is the idea yeah. that I have. Yeah. Now, so the Buffalo Jills, mm-hmm. 67 to 85, and then from 86 to 2013, the uh, Jills operated as an independent organization sponsored by various companies. So okay. they were a separate entity right. from the Bills. So uh, the Jills suspended operations prior to 2014 season due to legal actions. And this is where things get a little hot. So the Bills and the Jills were previously involved in a legal battle in which the Jills alleged they were employees, not independent contractors, and sought back pay. Mm. So pay up. Now, on March 3rd, 2022, a settlement was reached where the Bills agreed to pay the Jills $3.5 million, while Cumulus Media paid $4 million in stock options uh, of the company while admitting no they wrongdoing. Got, they got stock options out of this? They did. They cool. did. Wow. All right. Which, I mean, I'll, I'll run that one more time. Uh Four million in stock options of the company while admitting yeah, that, no wrongdoing. That part's fucked up. <laughs> well, you can say you didn't do anything, right? right. <laughs> but my brothers in Christ, uh, you know who uh, pays money? People who do something yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you didn't, why would you pay? Yeah. Anywho, uh, the Bills have several theme songs associated with them. Mm. Right. The most popular is a variation of the Isley Brothers hit "Shout." Uh, that is one of their their joints. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It can be heard at every Bills home game following a field goal or touchdown or at the end of the game when the Bills win. Now, the Bills' unofficial fight song, Go Bills, was penned by Bills head coach Marv Levy in the mid-90s wow. on a friendly wager with his players that he will write the song if the team won a particular game. Fun fact. All right. right? Do you think he wrote the melody too, like lyrics and melody by... Uh... I think Marv? <laughs> I think they uh I feel like they contacted like Kenny G or somebody sure, sure, you know sure, what sure. I mean? They maybe got it. Hey, Kenny G, I spilled water on him as a child. You Fun did. Fact. Yeah, on his leather jacket and he was very nice about it. Oh, good. Good, yeah. good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't on purpose though. You, no. You didn't you, no. didn't, you no. didn't take no beef to him. No, that's true. All right. Good. Important because the mafia would have, may have come after you. That's true. But not like the Bills mafia. Who we're talking about right now. Oh, my God. Listen, when it comes to segues, guys, they don't call me Jim Jam for nothing. (laughs) So the Bills backers, which I'll be honest, guys, the Bills backers. uh, It's it's got that alliteration. How many words start with the letter B, Jim? I mean, come on. There's a few. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how much time do you have, Rob? (laughs) I can tell you a few. Uh, They are the official fan organization of the Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It has over 200 chapters, which is wild, across North America, Europe, and Oceania. Oh, wow. Oceania, too. Yeah. Cool. Which, wow. who knew? (laughs) Now... Again, as we we had referenced this organization quite a bit throughout the show, sure. uh, but also notable is the Bills Mafia, which organized via Twitter at the beginning of 2010. Well, this is a different, a different organization. I thought, okay, I thought Bills Backers was also the Mafia, but it's- This is a splinter cell. Got it. This was a, a different organization. Got it. Okay. So 
2010 uh, by Del Reed, Leslie Weil, and Brian Harris. The phrase Bill's Mafia had by 2017 grown to unofficially represent the broad community surrounding and encompassing the team as a whole and players who join the Bills often speaking of joining the Bills mm-hmm. Mafia. Mm-hmm. Now, outsiders often treat the Bills fan base in derogatory terms, <laughs> especially since the 2010s. Sure. In part because of the negative press coverage of select fans' <laughs> wilder antics. What? I, for one, am shocked. As someone who has lived around the Buffalo area, this is, this is shocking to me. Mm-hmm. However, in a turn of fate, in 2020, the Bills filed a trademark for the Bills Mafia name. Mm. So, okay. So they're come full circle. Yeah. Or, yeah. All right. Now we're in, right? Now, the Bills fans are particularly well-known for wearing their Zubaz zebra-printed sportswear. Like in the year 2023, they're, they're rocking Zubas? Yeah. Wow. That's, those are people, uh, they're, yeah, fans after my own heart. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say <laughs> not afraid of color and design. Uh, so, so much is the association between Bills and it's Zubaz? Zubaz. Zubaz. But- I say words weird because I'm from Minnesota. So I, it may be Zubaz, Zuba. I don't know. I don't well, know. we're going to go Zubaz. Uh, Zubaz, <laughs> <laughs> that when a rival of the company opened their first brick and mortar storefront, it chose Western New York as its first location. Wow. Interesting. Now, the wing hat, as in like a chicken wing, mm-hmm. not like a, a bird feather. Sure. Uh, a hat shaped like a spicy chicken wing, uh, much in the same style of the Green Bay Packer mm. cheese head. Mm-hmm. Right. Familiar, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> you know of what I speak. Uh, can be frequently seen atop Bills fans' heads. What Have, What's the orientation of the wing? Uh, I feel like uh, bone I, out front, bone out back, bone. So like straight up, like a chef hat. Like I feel like it might be a flat that goes kind of like this way. Okay, like, got it, got like it. Kind of, I guess, horizontally. Versus, oh, if okay. I had to guess, yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, off Part the top of, of your head. Listen, you know what? Good. Pretty good. I'm <laughs> the pun game is so strong. I don't even know when they're gonna. No, show I was, that. I was gonna say that one was. You snuck that one in there. Listen, it was you good. Know what? It was good. When it's when when the wings fly, they fly. <laughs> uh, they can again be often seen on top of Bills fans' heads, having originated as promotional merchandise by the Anchor Bar. Hmm. So, which home of the uh, home of the chicken wing? Now, uh, Bills fandom of the water buffalo hat. Mm-hmm. resembles the headgear of fictional loyal order of the water buffaloes as seen in uh, the Flintstones, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Okay. So what, and this is what I would know the Bills Mafia for, right? Bills Mafia members are also well known for jumping off of elevated services, often <laughs> cars and RVs, into folding tables in the <laughs> style of professional wrestlers during the pregame tailgate. I was going to say the, what I know of Bills fans is from footage from from uh, tailgating, and it yeah, it seems like a uh, very relaxed, calm, um, a lovely afternoon, a chill environment. <laughs> yeah. You know, some Chardonnay Jeez. in a glass, 
You know what I mean? Just yep, yep. patiently waiting for the game to start. Mm. Quiet chatter. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Maybe some cheese and crackers. Mm. Nothing too heavy before we uh, head into the stadium. <laughs> right? Now, despite this, despite that level of chaos, right? I think it's important to note that the Bills fans are often noted in frequent support of charitable causes. Okay. There's there's like some real, like honestly philanthropic shit that happens, and I'm kind of blown away. So after the Bills received help in breaking their 17-year playoff drought on a last-minute Cincinnati Bengals victory, the Bills fans crowdfunded charities of Bengals players like Andy Dalton and Tyler Boyd with hundreds and thousands of dollars as a gesture of thanks. Wow. That's fucking wild, man. Like, there's there's even more. Let's go further. Also, in 2020, following a November 8th upset over the Seattle Seahawks, led by one of the best career performances of quarterback Josh Allen, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. news emerged that Allen had elected to take to the field after having been given the option to sit out of the contest, having received news of his grandmother's death. The fans then supported their team by donating $700,000 to the Oshii Children's Hospital an organization that Alan uh, had supported throughout his time in Buffalo. So like, okay. Yeah. There's, there's a lot, a lot of shit that these bills fans fuck with. Sure. On a good hearted place. And then we'll jump through a table afterwards. <laughs> right. So as one does, as one, does. as one is want to do. Right. So, in popular culture, now, Rob, we talked a little bit before about how you had a career in football and then went into <laughs> politics. Sure, yes. Right? Yes. Well, not to be uh, outshined, several former Buffalo Bills players earned names in politics in the late 20th century mm. after their careers had mm-hmm, ended. Mm-hmm. So much similar to you. Uh, nearly all of them, though, however, joining the Republican Party. So there's okay. that. All right. Sure. Uh, you'll have that from time to time. Uh, the most famous of these quarterbacks was Jack Kemp, who was elected to the U.S. House of Representatives for Western New York in 71. Uh, and then uh, went on to uh, be the Republican Party nominee for vice president under Bob Dole in 96. Uh, so, so that's why I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only reason, right? I can't yeah. foresee yeah. anything else as to why that might possibly be. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ed Rutowski uh, served as the county executive of Erie County from 79 to 87. That sounds like a made up job, but keep going. Yeah. Keep yeah. Going. <laughs> sounds like the comptroller. Did I say yeah. that right? Yeah. I feel like that's everyone yeah. talks about it, but sure. what happens, right? So a uh, former tight end, Jay Remersa, boy, these names, uh, defensive tackle, uh, Fred Smurlis. Again, I feel like that's just a name <laughs> you put down when you don't want people to see who you are. Sure. Uh, and defensive tight end, or I'm sorry, defensive end, uh, Phil Hansen, all ran for Congress, uh, though all, all three either lost or withdrew from the perspective races. 
there has been talk mm-hmm. of Jim Kelly and running back Thurman Thomas uh, running for office, although they have declined to comment as to whether mm. that's going to so happen. So they're definitely running. Yeah, so <laughs> totally want in on that. Sure. The The Rock also recently declined, I believe, to... Uh, <laughs> to run for <laughs> to office confirm, no to confirm or deny whether he is so. is he's gonna do it um he also played football as well uh, he played for, did he play college he played college that's he right, played for right. the what is it miami hurricanes i okay. believe um so yeah i feel like uh, <laughs> thanks for bringing it back to <laughs> making it my my side comment somewhat relevant listen <laughs> you know what it. you're a good co-host well, well come on i can only shine as bright as the person who's sure, next sure, to me sure. and the lights in adlerville studios oh my god a, a, a. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. so that is it that's right. what i have for the buffalo bills my uh upstate uh my upstate uh, i would say cousins uh, mm-hmm. in terms of like familial relations sure because like i'll say this and this is how much I'm invested in football is like, I fuck with the giants, but like if the bills were to make it, I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, we're upstate. Yeah. So let's go, let's get it going. And that's what I got, man. All right. No, I think we, I think we covered it. If you don't think we covered it, you can email us at understandingupstate at gmail.com and let us know uh, why you think we did a terrible job covering the bills. <laughs> uh, I look forward to reading all At the, least one of those emails, I'm I'm sure, right? I'm imagining there's going to be one that said, "Man, succinct coverage." <laughs> there we go. You know what? Y'all really nailed it. Mm, you mm. took the story of the Bills and really got into the granular aspects of the team and the franchise, and no notes. Perfect. No, no further. Ten out of ten. Perfect. Can't imagine it going uh, worse than that. Well, Jim, Can't I got uh, I got some notes on a new topic for a new segment that I'm going to call regional beef. Should we check it out? Let's go. Let's get into it, man. All right. So unfortunately, this is going to be a recurring segment uh, that dives into other states that are trying to claim the term upstate incorrect as a regional definition for their their state Not uh, for that. and this week we're headed south to south carolina what <laughs> yeah yeah jim let's so let's right, let's get into me. why south carolina is wrong <laughs> <laughs> there's only one reason as to why i think they've been wrong in history i can't possibly think of sorry let's, let's get into yet another reason why south carolina is wrong the second reason why yes. they might have been yes. wrong historically speaking yes but go for uh, it. a very close second too this is very close on that list mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so we're in south carolina and they feel like they have a region called upstate and it's a newer uh, adoption of that term oh, adoption it's a newer stealing of that term i should appropriation more, yeah appropriation of that term i should more correctly say um we're looking at the northwestern chunk of the state right okay. um and basically there's this region uh that used to be called the up country that's its oldest name uh it's also called the back country the piedmont and now They've rebranded it as, guess what? Upstate. And I think 
the upstate too. It's the like upstate? Gross. I just I ugh. I convulse when I say it. I don't like it. The upstate. The upstate. Correct me someone, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it is the upstate. Which just like grammatically sounds just terrible. Like that sounds like an alien who's come down to earth right. and is trying to like uh, be part of normal conversation. Right, right. Or like an undercover cop. Or someone from South Carolina. Or someone from South Carolina. <laughs> Not that anyone from South Carolina is an undercover cop or an alien. Sure, sure, sure. But we, you guys see where we're going. But I think, uh, it, I think it, they do that because it used to be called the upcountry. And if you just say upcountry, that feels weirder than saying the up. Like, I'm going to the upcountry, right? Right. So they've continued to use the the that's a stupid right. sentence. They've continued to use the the. The the. the. You guys know what I mean. You, yeah, you know you know what it is, right? Uh, I got more. I got more. more? Oh, wait, there's more. So What states out, man? Again, this is a, a kind of a, a loosely defined area, but again, it's the northwestern chunk. It includes about 10 counties of commerce-rich I-85 corridor. This is all from Wikipedia. These are not my words. Yeah. Uh, and again, starting in the 1700s, this was called the up country, um, kind of prior to the Revolutionary War, it was the back country. And mm-hmm. that uh, the, the up country term matched a different region called the low country, right? So it was like, right. and it like literally has to do with like highlands versus lowlands. Um, guess how recently they started using the term upstate? I want to say 2017. Not that recent, but it's the 60s, the 60s and the 70s. Okay. Okay. They tried to rebrand it. Um, at that point, it was it was known as Piedmont. Mm. Piedmont. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like literally just a, a rebrand of the region, right? Right. And just to like get get more interest in the area. It was all, all just developers, just like, oh, we should call this the upstate. Which like... I would have to think, had you not done any research as to whether there was any other name or there was any other location in this country that possibly would have such a name. Right. Like that's, that's insane to me. No, it's wrong. It's wrong. And also wrong. wrong. Fundamentally wrong. There's only one upstate and it's in New York. That's right, man. Um, Right above the Metro North. And to add insult to injury, Jim, uh, their university, which used to be called the University of South Carolina Spartanburg, is now called, guess what? Upstate University. USC Upstate. Get Jim, the fuck there's out of already here. an Upstate University, and it's, it's this been. Podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's in Upstate New York. It's SUNY Upstate. It's a medical college. It's been called that. One, <laughs> USC Upstate. I believe was founded in 1967. Sure. Newer institution. Uh, SUNY Upstate is 189 years old. <laughs> Has it been called SUNY Upstate for that time period? No. No. But it's been SUNY Upstate since 1950. Jeez. There were a few years where it wasn't. But they reclaimed the Upstate name in, I believe it was 1999. Seven years before (laughs) USC stole the name. Which, I mean, the 
the the indignity is that the, the word you're the looking words for? I wanted. The indignity, <laughs> just the tone deaf. Sure. Right. Yeah. Like, and I can't imagine an honest conversation that someone is referring to upstate outside of New York State and not talking about New York State. No. Yeah. You fucking demons. I'm here to call you all that because you know where the fuck upstate New York is. That is right above the Metro North. So let's let's there you stop. Go. We're, let's let's stop playing. You're playing in our faces right now. There and you go. I'm there is like a like anger moth to a flame of just like <laughs> I want to know. I want to know more regions of the country that have decided they exist. They exist. That's uh, so crazy to me that. But to add some um, credence to our our claiming of the term upstate, right. I just want you know I didn't want to. Um, I'd be angry either way, R- wrong or right. I'd sure. still be angry. Uh, so I want to do some research into the earliest usage of the term upstate. Mm, okay. 1901, New York Times journalist refers to upstate specifically as in upstate New York. Now, are, is that journalist talking about uh, trafficking of young women uh, <laughs> into the city? Yes. That is irrelevant. Neither uh, here nor. <laughs> neither, neither here, here nor. nor. Right. Uh, but the earliest uh, pr- published usage of the term refers to upstate as upstate New York. Yeah. And that is why South Carolina, for anyone uh, just listening to the pod, I'm looking directly into the cameras and pointing. That is why South Carolina is wrong yet again. (laughs) In so many different ways. Yeah, again. Yes. You know, there's... There was another flashpoint in history <laughs> where, in fact, it's the reason why there is a South Carolina, yeah. I believe. Yeah, is I there was that an, sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I think they were definitely wrong uh, about. Uh, and then there's this idea that perhaps we should call a section of our state upstate. Hmm. And that, my gentle friends below the Mason-Dixon, is not how we're going to do that. No, sir. No, nope. sir. Well, how are we going to do uh, next week's episode, Jim? Well, you know, we do have a uh, we do have quite a episode on deck for next week. We do. It's yeah. going to be another video episode. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So if you got all the way through this just on the audio version, what are you doing? I mean, thank you for listening. But yeah. Uh, links will be in our Instagram at Understanding Upstate. It's also going to be in the description for this very episode. So just pop mm-hmm. on over there. Uh, and we'll have the video, but ne- we'll say next week's episode will be even more visual uh, yeah. than this week's. Uh, and we we usually like to do a little hint. Who's going to do the hint this this week? I'm turning that over All to right. you, man. All right. Uh, this one us. came to me in in a moment of of brilliance. Um, and uh, today we talked a little bit about the old pigskin. And next week mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about an upstate holiday tradition that revolves around a pig of a different sort. Hey. There we go. And while everyone's puzzling out just what uh, what that pig could be. Yeah. Is there anything they can uh, listen to in the, in the mm. meantime? Well, funny you ask. Mm. Uh, I would say if you were waiting for this, or waiting for our next episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you could go... Buy 
upstate understandings it is my comedy album it is available at gymsearch.com is it in fact in the background of one of these camera shots boom it is right there baby that is it for those listening uh we have the album cover that i'm pointing at right now which is the corner of murray and seminary where i grew up uh shout out to adam russell for designing that album cover and shout out to rob adler right here for putting that album all together baby now go buy it it's worth it i promise you that a shout out to everybody who has already bought it uh you can be one of those people when you do it uh if you buy one you can buy another one uh so go ahead and run that up it's the holiday season it makes her a perfect gift you know, you also have a bunch of t-shirts. There's so much shit you can get at gymsearch.pancamp.com. <laughs> and there's no better way to spend your money. Although, now that I think about it, there might be. And Rob, is there another way? I would not even say better. I but was I, I was just going to say definitely not a better way, but like a parallel. I was going to say equally. <laughs> a complimentary wor- way. Yes, a complimentary way to spend money this holiday season because <laughs> their ears are like, man, I've laughed so hard. I just need to vibe out. Is there mm. anything you could listen to to just chill? Yeah, you can uh, listen to recordings of the Buffalo Mafia pregame tailgate. <laughs> that, again, like I said, very, very chill time. But if you don't want to do that, you can check out my album. Uh, New- I almost forgot the name of it. New York Sticky. Uh, it's available at brokenfrequency.bandcamp.com. Links, again, are in the show notes in the description. Check it out. So like Jim said, it's a pretty pretty chill time. It's a chill hang. It's uh, You know what? It's great background music. I'll say it. There's nothing wrong with background music. It's it's good uh, disco boogie funk inspired uh, tracks. Listen, I mean, I to- and I've told you this, and I'm going to tell you all this as well. I bought a copy of the album mm-hmm. and I listened to it while sitting on the beach. Great beach music too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or so. hey, if uh, this is a winter episode, if you're shoveling, it's man, it's going to get you through some some snow. Yeah, you're you. gonna you're gonna Let feel good you. about it, man. Yeah. So. There it is, and there you have it, man. There you go. You know what I don't feel good about? What's that? The way I figured out how to close out today's episode, because it's embarrassing. Okay. Uh, and uh, But I'm going to commit to it, and I'm going to do it. Stick the landing. And I hope it I hope it works. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. All right. <clears throat> here we go. I'm shaking it out here for anyone just on audio. Yeah. Blue 42. Blue 42. <laughs> up, up, up. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, listen, you know what? You committed to that. I did. I did. You really fucking did. I sure did. I got to give you, I give you a lot of credit for that. Oh, man. thank you. Thank you. That was great. All right. With that, <laughs> before that, you should rate, review the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just got so excited. Yeah. I, I got so excited. Rate and review the show. Uh, drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you give us five stars and that review, you can also throw in some suggestions for things from upstate, people, places, things uh, that you want us to cover on the show. And we'll, we'll definitely take it under consideration. With that, should we get out of here? I think so. I think we should bounce. Hey, go Bills. Go buildies. <laughs>Understanding Upstate is a podcast hosted by Jim Search and Rob Adler, edited by Rob Adler, and music from Regal Monk.